Praise the Messiah, for he is risen once more. Praise the Messiah. He's had, a stupid, he's had a stupid tattoo on his forehead. Praise the Messiah. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Chaco podcast where we, you know, just, uh, fuck, my, my, my words have been all jumbled. Yeah, I've, I didn't. Come on. I'll get, give, give, give me a second, give me a second. Randy, going, calm down, calm down, calm down. Stop thinking of Ryan Gosling. But he's just Ken. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was with Chaco podcast where we discussed movies in terms of like reading news online or. Movie reviews from me, if we've seen something. Uh, I'm your host, Drinking Thomas Hughes. I'm joined by Mr. Zenu F underscore, aka Connor O'Shea, aka Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus. I, 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 I like to think uh, I, I say Jesus Christ. It's not as if like you're Jesus Christ. It's when someone looks at you for they go, Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> That's what it is. It's not, it's not like you name Jesus Christ. It's just to look at you for and go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a big forehead We're coming up. Today. The big forehead covered up. Hey. Maybe I should get a tattoo on my forehead to cover my big forehead. <laughs> is that what this is? Is this, is this, is this, you, is this you trying to cover that big forehead of yours? Compensating, yeah. Because, I mean, you've, you narrowed it down there. Like, you look like you got an average I forehead. It's narrowed it now. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but, yeah, obviously, we usually discuss movies, games, TV shows, whatever the fuck we can think of. And if Connor ever finds monkey news, monkey news. Monkey News somewhere. I, I feel like it was Monkey News I had today. I definitely something. I thought, I've got to remember that. I've got, something, I've got something to say, which I've, I'll read to you in a bit, which is, I found quite funny. I, I, that's my friend Hayden. She was reading it. She was like, that is exactly true. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll read it to you in a bit. But yeah, anyway, so obviously today I'm going to be discussing two movies that came out. It, it's like probably one of the biggest weekends in cinema since like Avengers Endgame, is it? Or something like that? Pretty much. I can't think of anything that's been like two movies that have been like so... I know Avatar was a big thing, rate. but I'm pretty certain uh, all the stats that this is breaking is like since like Avengers Endgame in 2019. And I'm obviously talking about Barbenheimer. No, there's no such thing as Barbenheimer. It's, you know, it's Barbie and Oppenheimer. If you've been living under a rock and don't know that, uh, these terms. I do not know what that is. But yeah, it's like obviously the biggest like weekend in a long time for cinema. Like the... Barbie's like made almost four hundred million already. Oppenheimer's literally made two hundred million. Barbie's like the biggest opening weekend for a female director since Captain Marvel, I think it was. Uh, which itself broke Wonder Woman's record. Like literally every single one that comes out now is just breaking the pre- like the previous one's record. Like because obviously this it, it's a it's a big IP, essentially. Obviously, uh, yeah. It, Especially like in the early 2000s, it's a big IP. Now, as you said to me the other day, you don't hear too much about it. It's only recently since this movie's come out that it's sort of shot back up. Pops up again, yeah. But yeah, obviously it's a, it's a, it's a well-known character, so obviously that's what's drew people in. Obviously the trailer's made it look very fun as well. A very fun adult comedy, essentially, but not 15. Because, I mean, it, the trailer's definitely made it look at times like it was going to be not for kids. And yet people seem to be surprised now that it's not for kids when they're watching it. Like I said, saw, I, I read something yesterday, I think it was like someone like went to watch it and walked out after very early into it because they realised it wasn't for kids. And it's like, the trailer's very kind of made yeah. it look like there's some jokes that are definitely not going to be for kids. I mean, there's such a bit in the trailer where he's like, oh, can I come over to your house uh, tonight? And she's like, my four, he's like, I don't know. Like, that, <laughs> that's very obvious what that's like hinting at there. It's like, he wants to go out, go out and get to uh, Pound Town. He wants a bit of that poon off. <laughs> <laughs> that pl- <laughs> he hasn't even got one. <laughs> exactly, which is a reference in the actual film. 
Like she literally walks up to like some builders in the film is just basically like um they're like oh basically the generic builders like go whoa 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 like getting all like, horny over her and next minute she's like, next minute she's fucking turned around because uh FYI I have no I have no uh, vagina and he has no no uh, penis like that's instantly there like, that's this is not for, for kids like I mean it's a twelve a eh? I mean you, you're risking it as it is as a twelve a. Eh? You know what I mean? That that is there for a reason of anyone below the age of twelve needs to be accompanied by an adult if they want to watch it. Yeah. So that there sums up that this film is going to be aimed more at kids and adults, which is obviously where, uh, well, sorry, teens and adults. So which is where obviously Barbie was a, a big thing for realistically, because Barbie for the teens and the adults it was their era essentially. Whereas for kids, it's not. It's, it's yes, it's still there. I mean, you get to shops, you see uh, usually a section full of Barbies, Barbies yeah. but. It's not as big as it was, in my opinion, as it was back in the day. I feel like, I say, I, I I feel like a boomer I've saying seen... that back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, but I don't think I've seen, like, obviously we was talking the other day, I've never seen, like, a kid walking around with a Barbie. Like, when I was younger, you might have seen, like, a girl bring a Barbie to, like, school, but I've never seen anything like that ever. Like, recently anyway. But like I say, kids have, like, iPads and stuff now, so, like, why do they need that? Exactly. I mean, the closest I think I've seen someone to having a Barbie was Hayden going, I want a Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a 25-year-old woman there going, I want a Barbie. <laughs> Look how, it's like a new thing. Dee's always looking at like, um, I can't remember what it is, but it's like, uh, they're not they're not Barbie dolls, but they're like similar. Like, I'm not, I guess in like Bratz, I imagine like some, some like more edgy-esque, like, I can't think what they're fucking called. Not Monster, now, not Monster High, is it? It might be Monster High. It might be something like that, yeah. It's like more like gothic kind of... They're like monsters, like vampires and the werewolves and stuff. Oh, like I, I never know. If so, I've got a thing. Has it got a TV show? If it's the one I'm thinking of, it's got a TV show, a live, ac- live action film. She just likes weird things, so... I'm guessing, I'm, guess, <laughs> I'm guessing it's after her, but yeah, obviously, it, this is more aimed at that, a, a certain generation. Oh, okay, like the older... Essentially, it's got more of the obviously a lot of stuff that goes on obviously now in a lot of movies and TV. Obviously, the feminism angle, obviously uh, talking about basically patriarchy and stuff like that. Obviously, it deals with a lot of more nowadays subjects. But obviously, the idea and concept of Barbie really is aimed more at teens to young adults slash adults that have grown up with this. But I mean. It's it's a is a big deal, as I say, for the fact that it's broke all these records already after its first weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. I think at the moment, the prediction is looking at maybe, because obviously there is a lot of other films coming out, so that might start knocking people out. I mean, that's what happened Mission Impossible. That come out did pretty decent, but that's sort of died down because of all these other films coming out. So, so how did that actually do in the end, in the box office-wise? I think over 300, I think it was. It wasn't... Okay. It, I think it's got the, the, the worst record for... Mission Impossible drop off, like in terms of like over after a first weekend domestically, like the drop off is yeah, just, like the worst. Like it beat Mission Impossible right two. Like it hasn't had that bad yeah. a record since like the early two thousands. But that's because of it's obviously a, it's stupid time to put it out, man. And so they put it out and a week later. It was like the biggest talking point of the year coming out. So that's most people probably waiting for Barbie and Oppenheimer. Like, obviously, people really like Mission Impossible, see, but obviously, the people who really wanted to see it already saw it. The thing is, from what I've read with that, obviously, a lot of times that, that these films have done better internationally, so it might still make a, a bit of its money internationally. Because yeah. I mean, I was glancing at uh, the cinema, obviously, we go to just to see like 
the showings they're looking there. And there are still quite a few people still going to Mission Impossible. So it might generally make a lot more of its money internationally. I don't think it's going to reach where Fallout did, because I think Fallout made like 700 million. I don't think okay. it's going to get to that because of these two films, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out, Meg 2 coming out, Haunted Mansion coming out, Gran Turismo's coming out, Blue... Like, there's a lot of films in the next month that are coming out that I feel like aren't, are going to make sure this doesn't hit that same yeah. level, even though it's got near the same rating. But yeah, I... I uh, these have come out and just like, destroyed the box office like ridiculously amounts. Like crazy. It, it's great that you can have these two totally different films just bring everyone out of the woodworks. I mean, I said to you, I went to Barbie on Friday, so I was like, I ain't going to sit for a three-hour film half asleep. I'd rather get a uh, bit of sleep, a decent, a decent sleep on a Saturday than go and watch it because at least I haven't got to worry about it as well getting back because it being three hours. But you, yeah. By the time I usually go watch the film, it's usually two, three in the afternoon. Like, three hours, it's going to be like fucking after six o'clock, getting seven o'clock by the time I'm getting back here, especially with work. So I was like, I did Barbie, which is like a two o'clock showing. I'll get back here for what? Four, five o'clock, which is decent. So I did that on Friday and it was just fucking packed. Like, I think there's like a couple of seats like empty, but it was fucking rammed. It was rammed. Um, and then obviously I saw Oppenheimer on Saturday. And again, that was pretty much rammed as well. And when I was yeah. literally leaving Oppenheimer... Obviously, there's loads of people coming in, which is very clear for Barbie because they're all dressed in pink and shit. So it's very obvious. Yeah, like, it, literally, what every every time I've been to that cinema over that weekend, like everyone was just pink. in pink and stuff like that. And it was very <laughs> blatantly obvious what was going on. And see, Hayley did the, the joke thing of for Barbie, she went dressed all in black like Wednesday Adams, and then for Open Arms, she went like a sort of colour for colour scheme, <laughs> which was pretty funny. She did like the polar opposite just to basically stand out. But yeah, so obviously. I say I saw Barbie Friday, and it, it generally is a it's probably the most cheesiest, cringiest, stupidest movie you can find at the moment. But it works. It. it generally works. Like it's so. There's a lot of jokes that really are funny. Like I know you said I can spoil some like jokes to you because it's not a big issue. But there's literally a scene where she's obviously in the Mattel headquarters, and she's she runs away from more because they're trying to put her back in like a Barbie box to like transport. Oh, okay. her. Like literally, they have a giant life size Barbie box to pull her in, and they've even got the other things like the the, the white straps that go in the like the, say toys arms and stuff. Oh like that. yeah, they've like even the got zip ties. They've even got them like trying to zip tie it into this box, and obviously she escapes and runs off, and they're all chasing after her, and uh, she did like this really stealthy thing. Like it's like a lot of music going on. It's really fun, like, trying to. Music popping, fun sequences. They're like going really low. They're like, where is she? Where is she? And they're all going trying to find her. And they're the spot and chasing around. And fucking Will Ferrell runs into her, and they both scream at each other and run and obviously run the opposite direction. And he runs down, like about a few more steps, looks at himself, goes, "Oh god damn it!" Because obviously he's just realised that he literally saw he's her. Meant to be her. And then he's run off screaming and going, "Oh for fuck's sake!" She was literally right there. Like, there's some jokes like that. Will Ferrell on this is fucking hilarious. Like, I think there's some Will Ferrell films like that like, that are just shit. Yeah, but there are quite a few when he's when he's, he's got he's got the perfect writing and he's got the perfect jokes. That it is quite funny, and I feel it like suits him. I feel like this is generally funny for him. Like at one point he's like, "Oh, call me mommy," and they're like, "No, I don't think we're gonna call you mommy." <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like it's it's like some crazy ass shit he comes up with. But I mean, obviously the standout for this really is Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, particularly. Oh yeah, Gosling. I think that was Kate. like one of the biggest draws for like the male audience was obviously. Brian Gosling because obviously as much as women love him he's like a like a mad magnet as I was like oh that's a dude you know what I mean <laughs> like every film he's been I mean like um for god's sake I'm gonna forget the name of the film what was the film that he's in recently he's like the remake of an old one 
Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner. This the sequel. Uh, after he, yeah, after he was in Blade Runner, I feel like he got like ten times more popular. Man, like obviously he's big before, but Blade Runner for like the mad audience was like, oh, okay, this is huge. This now. guy's a badass. <laughs> yeah, and in this, he's a total moron, <laughs> and he's hilarious as a moron. Like he's just like it's like it's like he's like, he, it's like his brain's just shut down, and he's just like yeah 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 yeah. But like it, <laughs> it's done really well. I mean, his whole like, I literally I think on Spotify like his song that he sings in this like is like was like top of the fucking charts over the weekend like everyone's listened to it because it is like a really f- fun song called just ken and it's like him singing basically like trying to get back with barbie and stuff like that and like, the whole time this is going on there's like a massive like battle sequence going on so it keeps intercutting this battle sequence with him like singing <laughs> and then right at the end it cuts to them all like all the kens together choreographing like a massive dance together it's just like it's so fucking funny like, i mean the cast of this film is just amazing like it's ones that definitely suit the comedy vibe. Like, they pull it off perfectly. Especially, I would say, that obviously, the ones that got for the Kens, obviously, they're well-known. Well, two of them are well-known action stars. Ryan Gosling, obviously, he's been in a few action films lately. And then, obviously, um, uh, the guy from Shang-Chi, the main actor, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, but I know you're in about that. Yeah, but obviously, he met another one. Uh, and then you also, on top of that, you got... Technically, got Chris Evans, the one who plays Captain America's brother in it. Yeah, he's one of the Kens. Um, you've also got the guy who's playing Doctor Who now, the one mm. at Sex Education. He was in it. Um, I know you had about. And the guy who's in the new Secret Invasion series on Disney Plus. He's the one in... that you said we had seen him in this because really he's like a serious character. I mean, I've still got the... I've still got the picture on my phone. That I thought was hilarious. Uh, yeah, that was it. There's like a picture of him in Barbie, a picture of him in Secret Invasion. I literally can't. I've got to watch him in Secret Invasion tonight once we've finished. And I can't take him seriously just because of him, face, being, like... him being so happy. And then you got him so really depressed. <laughs> so it's, you know what that is? Barbie versus Oppenheimer. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there is that one as well. The, the Buzz Lightyear one. It's like the Buzz one. The, the really serious ones, the Oppenheimer one, the pink one's Barbie, obviously. But I saw yeah. lots of people being like the one he'd. Um... Do you ever seen Toy Story when she's got him strapped to the ping pong bat? Yeah. I was like, I really wanted that to be in like this uh, film because it would have been like a funny little throwback, obviously to Toy Story, and also because yeah. it was like a hilarious Cause, scene. Because obviously it was Michael Keaton in Toy Story, wasn't it? The yes, I, I don't know. My mind straight to Keanu Reeves, but he plays the Daredevil dude. Yeah, he plays the Canadian evil. Daredevil guy. Yeah, it's Michael Keaton, Toy Story, and obviously multiple different fucking people in this but yeah there is some really generally funny moments i think visually as well like some of the the choices are quite funny like how they've done it i mean the sequence where you transition from barbie world to the actual real world is like a really stupid like it's like a car then it's like a boat and it's like a spaceship but it's like really like it looks like kids play sets essentially okay uh, with like green screen backgrounds but it generally really works because obviously the tone into the movie like, it is quite funny. Like, the spaceship scene, you literally got um, her sitting on the rocket and fucking Ryan Gosling's trying to fucking uh, float it back in, in to gra- try and grab it because he's fallen off the fucking ship. Like, stuff like yeah. that is definitely funny. Um, and it's even funny when you get to see other people that aren't them doing it. Like, it's partic- particularly Will Ferrell's character. At one point, you see him do it, and it's like a massive tandem bicycle. Because obviously, one of the scenes is them riding like, a two seater bike, and you literally oh, okay. see like, all the corporate guys on this massive fucking long bike ro- racing across the screen. I was like, I really wish you, you were so like them on the fucking. Because they referenced the, the boat as well. I was like, I really wish you were so like a, like a massive limo type bi- boat or something, or jet skis. That would be funny. But yeah, obviously, there's a lot of really good artistic choices in what they do. I mean, 
Pretty certain this film like caused like a massive short sort in pink. Well, I think that was like a published. I don't think it was real. I mean, There's it, wouldn't, no way it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me how much fucking pinks in this fucking film. But yeah, I mean, the, the plot itself is very generic. You should run the mill, obviously, go to the real world to try and figure out what the fuck's going on, and stuff goes down, and then they have to go back. Like That's a very run the mill plot. A lot of things do it, but I don't think a film like this, like it's essentially like Transformers and stuff like that. It doesn't really need a massive plot. It just needs you start you start pointing your endpoints and then everything else just to fill out the the number yeah. obviously the runtime because essentially it's just toys that's what it is it's just a bunch of toys I mean that's yeah. all they they generally are toys in this universe like how they get damaged like whatever happens to them in the obviously toy world it's because of how they're uh, played within the real world so there's a one called the basically there's a crazy Barbie which is basically like hair cut off. Drawing oh, okay. face, doing the splits and stuff like that. That's because someone's played if I like that. And she's pretty funny because she's literally generally at half time just doing all the splits. Like the first time you see her, she's just doing the splits. So, um, I can't think of the actress. She's off SNL. Um, she was in the base of the crappy uh, Ghostbusters reboot. I probably know if I saw her. It's the, uh, in the Ghostbusters reboot, she's the one with the glasses, the blonde one. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I know you're in a I now. can't remember her name, but obviously she plays basically the, the nutcase Barbie in this. And she's generally, she is generally really funny in this. And to be fair, I think most of the cast are generally funny. There is some like, really good choices that do in it as well. Like, for example, I said the guy at Sex Education who's playing the doc- new Doctor is in it. And you've got the other character from Sex Education in it. And they literally pair them together as this deck as a couple. Which is pretty... Uh, which is like a good little nod for people who've seen the show. I mean, like, oh, that's them two from that. Oh, that's, together, quite, yeah. that's quite fun. Um, but yeah, it is funny. Especially, I say, when they go... Uh, when Ken brings the patriarchy back into Barbie land and completely just turns into Kendom. Like, he completely ruins the whole, like, vibe of the place and, like, turns the Barbie sure, into basically sexual items, essentially. Like, they're just always hanging around by the Kens. Like, basically, the Kens are basically essentially, like, the the dumb friend to the Barbies, but then when the Kens take over, it's more of the Barbies are basically the Kens' items, essentially, if you know what I mean. I think that's it, yeah. So it like basically does the swapping of it, but obviously it's just some crazy shenanigans, and obviously she's then trying to s- stop this from going down. It it's just the way they do it is quite funny, like how they basically fix the whole mess. It is generally like really like it's like a, the most stupidest thing, a most basic thing, and it obviously works how to stop them. They're that, that fucking dumb. Um, but yeah, I think there's one bit that did crap me up the most, like towards the end during the big battle. Obviously, because they, they're all using fake items. I mean, the, even the horses are literally like. The now the horse with the head of the stick. Oh yeah, they're literally yeah. riding on them and stuff like that. Like because it's, it's being toys and they're not actual horses. That's what they're using. So they're using fake stuff. But one of the business guys actually gets shot by a gun, and he's like, "What oh, the, yeah, what the hell? I've been shot!" And he's just like, "Is it one of the Kens?" I remember a fucking like rifle or something shooting someone. <laughs> <laughs> it's gunman Ken. For God's sake! I, I don't think it is. No, it is. It's Action Man from behind with a fucking sniper rifle. I, I st- still think they should have put like a cameo, man. I still think I said to you, I think that they should have done like an end credit scene where it cuts to fucking uh, action man like appearing in front of Barbie, like Barbie, you're needed for this mission. Let's Is go. it the same like uh, company? Did Mattel make action man? I don't know. I'm gonna Google that. I, I, I was wondering myself when we made this joke multiple times. Action man. Uh, who makes? Action? Sure, if it is. Um. Impressive. Action Man. Uh, no, it's Hasbro. 
Oh, okay, that's probably why it wasn't included there. Oh, no, it's not. Uh, Palatoy. It was basically a rip-off of Joe uh, Joe. Oh, okay. Um, um, I'm double-checking who made Action Man doll. Uh, yeah, Palatoy. Oh, okay, uh, so it wasn't anything to do with it, so it couldn't it was, have lied. It was originally there. produced, sold in the United Kingdom, Australia, by that company uh, in Leicestershire from 1966 to 1984. It's kind uh, of like a knockoff. Joe Joe. UK thing. Uh, the toy line ended in early 2006. Uh... Action Man was a G, man. And pretty much replaced by a TV show, uh, basic uh, characters from Hasbro called Atom, which is basically like their version of Action Man. But still, it'd be funny if I like, got the license to it, he just popped up at the end of like, the oh, credit scene. But it's like the generic end credit scene of like a character standing in, like someone comes out the shadow and is like, or even if it was we like, need you just for this like, mission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even if he's just in there for like, obviously that'd be you said when he gets shot. If he's just there stupidly, like, and he mm. disappears. Gosh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there is quite a bit of decent stuff in this movie. It is generally a really funny film. Obviously, a lot, there's a, a lot of people fucking talking about it in there because a lot of, there's a lot of like fucking political figures complaining about the fucking feminist angle and basically just slamming men and stuff like that. But that's the world we live in there. Like, that's the a lot of that's what a lot of media does. End of the day, if you think about it, a lot of like old stuff, women have always been seen as the really dumb uh, gender in a lot of like especially comedies. Uh, so it, you know it's it's always going to end up switching. If you know what I mean? Eventually. So it's just a, like the, obviously the stereotype, like stereotypical thing back in the day. Like for example, like in James Bond, he's like he always have sex with a woman and everything, and then like. Obviously, in this one, I feel like maybe because you said like he's kind of like taking the piss, like where she's just like, yeah, he's just there. She's not really too bothered about him. Like, whereas obviously, if it was like a James Bond, he'd be <laughs> banging the woman or something. See, I feel like as well with this, it works heavily for the fact that it's not a franchise. I feel like when she yeah, like obviously did it, it was kind of the fact that it was like, especially compared to everything else Marvel had done at that point, it felt so oddly placed, if you know what I mean. Forced. Like, a bit of force, yeah. It felt very oddly placed, and obviously it was full of like really bad CGI at times, and it, parts of it were basically weren't the best written. So obviously it kind of did, felt out of place in this overall universe. Whereas this, it's its own thing. It's the first one. They, obviously, I feel like if this was part of a franchise and they'd done other things up to this point, and then they threw this in, and it would feel the same as She-Hulk of out of place. But I feel like because it's its own thing, that's why it works better. Yeah, I feel like that's how that's what you should do. You should basically. It's it's difficult to intertwine something fully heavily based on a certain idea within an established franchise, but because this isn't an established franchise, it's able to get away with a lot of stuff and it, it's able to make it work a lot better than a lot of other studios make theirs work because yeah. they're forcing it. Whereas these are literally like, yeah, we're kind of forcing it into your face, but you've not seen anything like this before, so it's not too, it's you know, you can, you can get through it. But obviously, I'd say so it's causing a lot of fucking people. Like, like political fucking, is it? Would you say right yeah, wing, right wing left everything. wing? I don't know. Basically, people that a lot of people don't give a shit about, like talking about it, complaining about. It. I know fucking. I think there's like Musk like moaning about it, but no one gives a shit about Musk anymore. Like fucking everyone the, fucking complaining, man. 
I saw something about it though. There's like a thing in like I think it's like Brazil. Like some like, parent let like a kid watch like YouTube on like a full volume the entire time the film was on. As, as the oh, film, as the film men, they're fucking fighting. Fighting, yeah. I just saw that right before I fucking started this. I was like, fucking hell. Mate, I wouldn't even, like, if Maki just sat down on, like, the phone, how could you have any complaint? Like, did you take the kid out of cinema? Like, don't fucking let him sit down exactly. on the fucking phone. Exactly. But yeah, Bob is exactly what you want. It's a, it's a fun comedy that is just over-the-top, cringy, cheesy. It, it's, it's generally like a kid's written it, and it kind of needs to be because or else it's going to feel like a really like you transform with like a super serious type movie and you don't want it to feel like it's exact same as something else you kind of want it to be its own thing and it does feel like at times like a kid has written half a dialogue which makes sense because it's meant to be like kids playing with the toys so it does heavily work and i i i would definitely recommend checking it out at least once just to, so you can see some of the fucking like what i mean by how, how stupid it is like as i say that the final battle at one point like the two kens like this chest like pushing the chest say each other's like glowing fucking sparkles around like it's just like what the fuck and all of them are sort of joining in yelling at each other as they're doing it's just like what the fuck (laughs) like it's something you have to see to believe i'd say so obviously even if you don't like barbie it's fun just to see like how crazy this film is and Mm. and probably the reason why it's blowing up the box office and as i was i was looking back at another film i rated recently which was elemental that's what i wanted to see if i get the exact same I want to give this the exact same rating as that. So I've been debating like all weekend what to give it, but I'm going to give this a 9.2. Like it is really fun. And I, I, I do recommend seeing it just to say, so you can see how crazy this fucking film is. Um, and it wouldn't honestly surprise me if it doesn't hit a billion. Cause how well it's done. It's hit a billion. How well it's done its first weekend. I mean, I say it's already at fucking like over 300. Mm. Was it say 400? You I think you said 300. I'm gonna Google myself. But wouldn't it? Out of all the films that come out this year, it's the one that I would never have put as one to do it. Uh, 408 million already. It hasn't, okay. even, it hasn't even been out a week. Jesus. Uh, That's a fucking so hefty it, amount. It, it, it generally wouldn't surprise me because I, I think like a prediction is like saying like 800 million at the moment. But it generally wouldn't surprise me if it just hits that billion. Like I think Mario is definitely probably looking over its shoulder at the moment, being like. Shit. Oh shit. But I think what had Mario the advantage was it being a PG. Because that's like, I mean, it's got to hit like 1.3 billion, I think, to beat Mario. Like, actually, be like 1.4 eventually. So, it, I don't think it'll beat Mario because of all these other films that are coming out. But I definitely think in the long run, it wouldn't surprise me if it doesn't hit that billion mark. It'll come close. I definitely think it'll come close. Because say, after like a, a week, and it's, not even a week, and it's already hit 400. That's so like, fucking ridiculous. That's a lot, man. But they're literally selling out everywhere constantly for this film. Uh, but yes, anyway, so I'm going to move on to the other one, which is Oppenheimer, the second one that came out. The more dull, depressing one that is... If you don't like slow movies, it's what I will say. If you don't like slow, kind of depressing, at times dull movies, you're probably going to look at this and be like, this isn't my thing. But if you like someone, let's say, like Joker which is like a very slow, kind of depressing movie, you'll enjoy it because there is a lot to yeah. enjoy about this. I mean, the cast are perfect in this, just like the Bible. And they are perfect in this because re- they did the serious stuff to the wire. Like, it's so fucking well done. Like, Killian Murphy, I want to see him in another leading role like this because he's so fucking good as, obviously, he's good. Oppenheimer. 
He's like really fucking good. I know he said something recently about uh, he needs to look at whenever he's getting films now about stuff with less smoking in because that's what he keeps doing at the moment. He's just smoking from films. I mean, Peaky Blinders, this, that's all he does. He smoke, smoke, smoke. So obviously, I know he said something about he needs to look at basically not doing that. I know he said something about if he did Barbie 2, sign him up for his Ken. <laughs> yeah, he said he wants to be a Ken in a new Barbie. That'd be hilarious. I think that would be a really good, <laughs> funny thing if that does happen. But yeah, so I said the cast are really good. I said I really love Killian Murphy in this. Um, Emily Blunt's really good in this as well. Um, supporting cast, like there's some really, like, it's one of those films that you're watching it and there's so many faces in it and you're going to recognise pretty much like 90% of them in this. You'll be like, I know who that is. I've seen that in something else. I've seen him literally in something else literally just. Like there's that many fucking famous people in this movie you'll recognise from a lot of other projects over the last couple of years. Um, the cinematography of this is just outstanding. They do a mixture of colour and black and white stuff. So the black and white stuff is more for the present day in terms of their timeline stuff like stuff post bomb so that like this whole court case that you see it's like the last act like a massive court case that it's been slowly hinted at throughout that's all in black and white yeah and it's really well done and obviously the stuff uh pre-bomb is all in color the stuff obviously building up to it that's all in color and so the cinematography is so good there's some really uh great shots in this movie there's some um i'd say uh kooky shots there's this entire shot that I won't spoil for you because I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh, it definitely threw me off. I was like, I did not expect that. Like, it, it starts off normal, and then it sort of cuts like a like a flashback sort of sequence. And I was like, okay, it's not, it's not too bad. And then it sort of intertwines that flashback into reality with what's going on. It's like, when you see it, you'll know what I'm on yeah, about. What the hell? Like, you'll know what I'm on about, and you'll be like, oh. I know exactly what Tom was talking about now. Like it's that a like message. Like what the fuck? Like you'll de- like you'll, if you don't obviously spot it straight away. Obviously, I'll say it. Obviously, I'll message it to you, and you'd be like, "I know what you're talking about." Yes, that definitely did seem very strange. Like, <laughs> it th- like it throws you like what the fuck. Throws you off a bit. Um, but yeah, there's some like, really good shows, and there's, there's a lot of like sequences where like you can see the background like really shaking, like as if like something's gonna happen, like explosion. Was like it's really that's like really cool, like. Uh, in the the back, you just you can see like the back just slowly like shaking, 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 shaking. It's like that's that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Um, I mean the explosions themselves in this are just like really good. Like the build up to like the actual explosion at this show. Because I will say, obviously it's not a massive spoiler, but they don't show you the Hiroshima explosion. Okay. You you see that's just like you see the bomb on. that they basically the first one they build to test to basically the eventually remake for the Hiroshima one. And then you hear about Hiroshima, and then you see the obviously you see the aftermath. not essentially the aftermath of the explosion, but the aftermath of people's opinions, oh, of, like okay. people's celebrating and shit like that. So you don't actually see the Hiroshima explosion, but the explosion you do get is so great. Like they do like such a good build, but it's like there's even, like a little tiny bit of comedy in like this sequence. Like there's like this guy basically like, painting his face with like stuff to try and block the radiation waves, like. And he's like, did I get it? My, did I get it all? And the guy looks at him. And he's like, his face is full silver. He's like, yeah, I think you got it. <laughs> like, there's a little tiny bit of comedy, and he's like, it's not like laugh out loud comedy. Like, he's gonna fucking like fully like ruin like yeah, the tone of the like, movie. Yeah. It'll make you chuckle. Go, you go, fuck's sake. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I heard someone go, like some people just like giggle at that scene. Like, it was like one of those ones that it's not massively funny, but it's a little bit funny that. You can go. Okay, just the timing's right. On yeah, it. timing's perfect. And I say then, obviously, when they did the actual explosion, the, the build up to it, it's like, okay, if this if this doesn't work, hit this button and it cancels it. And it's like a really tense like sequence where it's like 
it's counting down and this guy's literally got his hand on the button like if it doesn't work he's gonna hit the button it's like really tense then it go obviously you see the explosion and they do a really good thing with this that you don't hear a bang it goes off and you'll be sitting there ringing and then as soon as like, you see the lights you see everything get one reaction like whoa and then you see like a massive dust cloud and when that dust cloud hits them it hits you as an audience and you hear oh, the okay. bang like an actual realistic explosion not like a movie explosion where you go bang it's literally like a, a silence and then a bang like the, s- the sound the sound mixing of this fucking film is so good like they do a really good job of get, creating it obviously well i mean not really creating because obviously he actually did like blow up a fucking bomb didn't he for this yeah um like they do a really good job of capturing an actual bomb not a fucking generic movie explosion like it really feels like they've set off a bomb you're like whoa oh, damn like it's it's obviously you get people's reactions as well as they're falling backwards because this massive sound wave this massive dust cloud just throws them over and stuff like that it's like what the fuck like it's really fucking good I'm trying to see what else i got my notes here um i think the script is fucking perfect like it's really well, well written it's it's another Nolan masterpiece of a movie. Like I don't think there's really a bad Nolan movie. Even even though a lot of people didn't like Tenant, I still enjoyed Tenant. I thought it was a crazy film, but it was still a really good spectacle. So I don't think Nolan's really ever missed a mark. I think obviously in a lot of people's eyes that one was his big miss. Like if you look on like say Rotten Tomatoes, that's the only one that's lower rated than anything else he's done. Everything else is so highly rated and critically acclaimed. That's the only one where hasn't been because i think it's because people just didn't really understand it because it's like the it's like it took the idea of inception going crazy but even more like it was just like half the time you didn't know what the fuck was going on but it was still a really solid action flick with rob patson doing a pretty decent job showing why he would eventually be picked as batman yeah um what else we got um yes Oh, I got one. I got obviously to draw you in a bit more, Connor, because I know I know you like your movies, and I know there's obviously some stuff in movies that draws you into a movie even more. Go on then. There's a bit of boobies in it for you. Oh, okay. I guess that's what I was on. Obviously, when I was, I, was I wanted talking, to see it anyway, but now I definitely want to see. It. When I was talking to obviously your old man, I was on a bet, and I think it's like a like. Uh, sorry, I thought there's one fucking. Yeah, there is someone like on the stairs. Um, no, it's coming for you. I see. I think it's like. Like Saudi Arabia and like India and places like that. I know they fucking uh, like CGI'd oh, CGI a black dress over the uh, actress just to basically see you don't see the boobs and that. But yeah. no, um, was it India? Or was it? Or was it? I can't remember. I know like a Middle Eastern one. There's like a book during like a sex scene in it that a character starts reading and like it sort of kicked off a bit controversy. Complaining about oh, how did the censor board let this go and whatnot? And I know like this like, like established like fucking like. I think, like, an actor or personality from that, obviously, part of the country, literally come out saying, like, all you people moaning, I bet most of you haven't even read this book that basically that you're complaining about. Yeah. You're only complaining because of it being a significant book to that culture. You Half of you probably haven't even read said book. You're just fucking moaning just to fucking get attention. But, yeah, like people, that's, like, caused a bit of controversy with that film. But still, it's just, like... This, this guy's literally just preaching the, the truth here. Like, half you probably haven't even fucking read it. You're literally just moaning because you you want to moan. I like how it's a film about, like, dropping a bomb on Japan. Like, it literally nuking Japan, but the bit that I'm more concerned about is a bit of titties. It's like... <laughs> so that's part of, obviously, showing, obviously, his romance side. Obviously, how his <laughs> relationships were. Because that one is his relationship that basically... 
is kind of on and off at times. Like, like he's kind of into it early on, and then she's kind of not, and like they both are at one point, and obviously eventually he ends up going off with his actual wife, and it's like that's part of like a really complicated, obviously love life he had. Um, but yeah, it's obviously it shows a lot of his love life. It shows a lot of his science background. Obviously, as uh, your man pointed out when we was talking the other day, it was on about obviously the fact that he almost killed his teacher, and I was like, yeah, that's part of the actual storyline. Obviously, it shows his early days in science. Uh, it's controversial, basically communism part where basically he was kind of involved but not actually involved. So it deals a lot with that, and obviously then eventually deals with the fact that he gets the chance to be the head of the Manhattan Project, showing him building this basically massive fucking town and being like the the, the essentially the sheriff of this town, trying to fucking get everyone to come together and try and get all the plutonium, get everything, and trying to work everyone into this project to build the device to de- defeat Japan. And yeah. it even deals with the showcases the fact that even when they've made the bomb, the war's pretty much over, and literally they don't need to drop it. But obviously Japan's still fighting at this point in the war. So it's just like, we need to drop it to basically tell them to stop. So like it deals yeah. with them trying to internally fight over, do we drop it, don't we drop it? And obviously, you know, the rest in terms of history, they dropped it. So it deals with obviously the public's eye of him for dropping it. And obviously it's, at first, obviously like a lot of people like are happy for it, but obviously over time, people started to get a bit more, what, what, yeah, why'd you, why'd you kill like these like, fucking so many people? Like you dropped it on Hiroshima, Nagasaki, I think it said, and somewhere else. Like it was like multiple places you hit. And it, it, it's, it's a really good, uh, story like a moral dilemma it's exactly there's a lot there's a lot in this film that's crammed into this three hours of a movie and it's one of those films because obviously when you look at film times you look at them sometimes you're like they could have cut that out they could have cut that out like i don't think it needs this to be this long he's like oh it could be a bit shorter but i think this is a film that needed its three hour runtime so there's a lot yeah. of stuff to pack in there's obviously there's a lot of uh pre him becoming part of this manhattan project that needs to be fit in and there's a lot of stuff as the project's going on and there's a lot of stuff post project i.e. him in the court and stuff like that trying to deal with basically someone trying to tarnish his name and stuff like that and basically people trying to use him as a scapegoat for what happens shit like that so it's one of those films that though it's three hours it deserved it's three hour runtime because yeah. it, it needed it to get everything in and I'm happy it did because it, it, as I say it's, it's a visually stunning movie well written script well acted by the cast and it's it's just a solid movie, and I think in terms of uh, rating, uh, still debating on that internally. I'm gonna give it a nine nine point five out of ten. Nine point five. Does yeah. it feel long to watch, or is it like it, it goes? At times, it does feel it's like fast. it's going long, but obviously, there's a lot of information packed in to keep you basically listening and being like, okay. Because you kind of like fully need to concentrate at times or else you're not going to basically get some of it because you'll miss like little bits here and there. So you kind of need to be listening. Focused. Constantly. Yeah, you need to be focused, which is why it probably works better in cinema because it's a place where you kind of have to be. You can't really not focus. Yeah, anything. you can't. Unless you're a knobhead that's like that fucking go and watch Demon Slayer fucking on his phone the entire time on yeah. Discord. Like, unless you're one of those kind of knobheads, it, it was just like... Well, you pay for a cinema ticket. Why are you fucking on your phone? Yeah. If you don't want to watch it, fuck off home. 
Why you got to ruin it for everyone else? I never understand else. that. Like, if you don't want to be there, just don't be there. Exactly. Like, like if you're watching it, you're like, oh, it's just a waste of time. You don't have the mindset of, well, I paid for it. You can have the mindset, I paid for it, so I'm going to sit back and finish watching it. Or just have the mindset of, oh, fuck it, I'm going. I'm not going to fucking waste my time just sitting on my phone the entire time. You know what I mean? People like yeah. that just do my head in. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? Especially if you sat behind me, you can see clearly the light glowing from the phone. It's just like, Dude. What's worse, someone sat on the phone or someone talking? I think talking pisses me off. Talking, more. definitely, yeah. Like, what film? I can't remember what film it was, but I remember a film with, I watched like early in the year, and like, someone was behind, just kept whispering and muttering to like, the other person. I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> like, constantly explain stuff like, oh, this is that person for me. So I was like, shut oh the God. fuck up. I'm trying to watch a fucking movie. One the, of them. What's that? It might have been Ant Man, actually, that. When I watched Ant Man Quantum Mania. I think it might have been then they explain stuff. I was just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's like oh really fucking God. annoying. But yeah, I definitely think it's a 9.5. Obviously, as I say, the fucking. For it being like this one that's at times very dull and depressing, that kind of does hinder it a little bit because you kind of walk out like, that was kind of sad. But I, I see, I do prefer Mission Impossible that I saw the other week. I do prefer that. I think it was a, a much faster paced movie, and there's always something fully entertaining going on. So I definitely feel like I preferred that. To Wasn't that above it? I, 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 well, I think I get, didn't give it like a 9.7 or something like that. 9.8. Yeah. I'd say you're pretty high. So I definitely think, as a first thing, I preferred that. But you never know. If I really watch this, it might come to a point of, oh, that's pretty good. I actually prefer that no more. But at the moment, I'm definitely going to go with a 9.5. It's still like a fucking masterpiece. But obviously, it, it's still three um, depressing movies, so it's, it's always going to be a slight <laughs> hindrance, really, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, but now it's made, like, fucking 200 million at the box office, so it's made its money back. It's broke even. Because I said to you, it needs to make 200 to break even, and it's done Yeah, that. and it did. Oh, but yeah, awesome. obviously, very clearly, obviously, Oppenheimer wins for me, so... Obviously, if you, want, if you want a more fun movie, then, obviously, Barbie's the recommendation, but if you don't mind... A drawn out movie, then it'd be Oppenheimer for you. So it's it's a good, it's great that we can be in a world where these two films can come out, and basically you can have the choice of which one you want to go to, or go to both. Like a lot of people have been. Like it's really cool that they can they can release these the same day, and people can be jumping on both of them at the same time. I, I do what? really think that's cool. I have a question What's for you. Up? Do you think that the the whole Barbieheimer thing was organic, and if people who made it but do you think it was some internally like company was like, oh, this is quite a good thing to push. It's going to make people go and watch both. Because I feel like a lot of people wouldn't watch both Barbie and Oppenheimer. But because of this whole thing, a lot of people have been like, oh, I'm going like, to watch both you're, now. Drinking like a, a someone like a corporate stooge, basically. Like, like, like it's been like fabricated to be like a, a thing. Like it's not really like, oh, this is like organic. Like the community's done it. I feel like it's somewhere behind the scenes. It's got to be somewhere. I like mean, who's the publisher of the films and stuff? Like it's got to be. One's so one, it's got to be one's, crossover somewhere. One's Warner Brothers and one's Universal. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me, but you know, you'll never, we'll never know unless someone literally comes out and like admits it. You'll, you'll, you'll just never know. But yeah, it wouldn't, it, oh, wouldn't, it, it wouldn't surprise me. It's a good me. marketing plot. It's hundred percent one of the best marketing. If they've done it for marketing, it's fucking worked. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I just think about the other day. I was like, it seems too like. Like, like every time I see something it's on everything it's like god damn like this kind of nowhere like these films have been like basically simultaneously releasing for ages and then like towards release they like oh yeah what's this like and so it wouldn't surprise me but I'd say you'll, you'll never know because they'll, ne- they'll mm. never admit it they'll be like we've never done it 
But yeah, I know, I know the same day that came out, like, there's actually three things on, I'd say, no, say like four things that one day, I think it was, that came out. You had obviously Barbie Oppenheimer, you had that Netflix movie, I think called I Clone Tyrone, which has got like a decent review as well. It's got Jamie, like Jamie Foxx and John Boyega in it. It's like about, basically, I think it's about clones. It's supposed to be like an action okay. comedy. But a, a, that came out the same day and that got quite decent high reviews. And then on Shudder, you had a documentary called Shark Exploitation, which I watched last night, which was a decent documentary. Sharks, I'm guessing. About like uh, how like Jaws created this like massive craze of exploiting like sharks for movies, even though oh, sharks okay. aren't heavily like that. It's basically going for like the different eras where basically certain movies like just took off like early two phases with the low budget sci fi movies and stuff like that. And obviously the Jaws ripoff era, the more modern era of big budgeted shark movies. And it, but he was going for like a lot of li- different things. It was like a really interesting watch. Like it even dealt with like other films that were caused by shark exploitation and pre like like on a bit of James Bond movies as well how they handled them and stuff like that like it, was, oh, yeah. it dealt with a lot of stuff it was like an hour forty five documentary it was like really good to be fair um but yeah but they all came out the exact same fucking day I saw someone like merging shark exploitation into like the Barbenheimer word is like I forgot so. like and Sharkenheimer or something like that. <laughs> Or something stupid oh, like that. Shark and something stupid like that, but yeah, you crack me off. But yeah, obviously I've seen all three. I just need to watch that fucking Netflix film when I get a chance. Um, but yeah, obviously, any uh, news you can think of? Obviously, the one thing I wanted to bring up to you, obviously, do you know how Mortal Kombat Pack 1 got leaked and then eventually got confirmed? Obviously, that oh, was the and it got thing. confirmed, yeah. Apparently, uh, someone's leaked Pack 2 now. Oh my god. There's no way this is all getting leaked. Go on, read them. Uh, Doomslayer. Okay. Uh, Noob uh, Cybot. Uh, Kano. Serena. Harley Quinn and Deathstroke. And then the cameo fighters are Rain. Uh, don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, Bo Rain's just like... Uh, no, the, 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 guy, the guy below. I know Rain is. Oh, fucking, okay. I'm I play, I play yeah. him a lot in the fucking game. Uh, last game. No, I just don't know the guy underneath him is. Uh, Bo Raicho. Don't know who that guy is. Don't know who that guy is. But basically, like, um, apparently, like, uh, I think it's the same person who leaked the last one or some or something like that. But yeah, it's like the big leak. I mean, if Doom Slayer's in, that'd be fucking sick. As much as I want to see it, I don't think it's going to... There's no way someone's leaked it already. I mean, I've, any, I'm, I've only just announced this one. There's no way someone's already leaked it. I mean, after the last one came true, it wouldn't fucking surprise me. True. Yeah, I, I, but all them, obviously, Harley Quinn makes sense because obviously Joke was in the last one. So that kind of makes sense. Uh, Doomslayer would be fucking sick. Doomslayer's been like one of the things that everyone's wanted for a yeah. fucking long ass I time. Think, I think Deathstroke would be a decent one as well. Who's fucking. The thing sword. is, though, when, when I think about like obviously fucking this list or whatever and Doomslayer coming into it the thing I'm hoping for the most is hopefully they're announcing like a new Doom game at the same time that's why they're not, it's in the second pack and not the first but yeah I saw that earlier and I was like oh okay so I thought I'd, I thought I'd, I thought I'd speak to you about it the other thing I wanted to bring up to you is the first reviews are out for Twisted Metal oh yeah the, obviously the first critical reviews mm. at the moment it's sitting like 65% Okay, so not, not so just a, just above average, basically. Like it's not like, it's not gonna blow you away, but it's 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 watchable. It's okay. Uh, that, that Tyrone one I was on about critically, it's like ninety two percent. It's it's between Barbie and Oppenheimer in terms of obviously <laughs> the rating. 
And then audience-wise, uh, 500 plus audience give it 83%, but the verified audience, which is less than 50, is like 100%. Yeah. Like a two yeah. It's like a two-hour sci-fi comedy. I just need to watch it at some point. But yeah, what's the other thing? Probably watch it like later on. Well, I'll go watch the Secret Invasion because the finale. Okay. Um, but that's my fat monkey thing I was going to tell you about as well. Oh, that's on my Instagram. Uh, saved. Like a fucking. Where is it? Ah, here we go. So if, if listen to this, <laughs> it says my boyfriend has an unhealthy ob- obsession with monkeys. Right. right, I'm writing this post because he just told me to refer. T- him as the monkey king <laughs> he's seriously <Actually>. he's seriously <laughs> obsessed with monkeys the other night I woke up to him uh, gripping his phone with his feet and calling it monkey practice <laughs> he started laughing like a monkey too and sometimes I see him just, st- just staring at monkeys laughing his YouTube feed is filled with monkeys he goes to the park and swings some trees like a monkey and climbing them <laughs> He tries to use his feet as hands whenever possible, even when we're in public. I have no problem with his love for monkeys, aside from the fact that he has now gone to the point that other people ask me if he's mentally ill. <laughs> he keeps insisting this is normal, but I don't think it's just a hobby anymore, now that he's literally fantasising about becoming a monkey. Should I break uh, up with him or just tolerate this strange obsession? <laughs> that's my favourite thing. Dee stood right next to you. Do you, want, do you want to read it again and see if it's me? Dee, come here. I'll read it to Dee. It, it, definitely, right, it definitely sounds like, yeah. Right, I'm going to take my headphones slightly off. Tom's going to read some, that's one part out. you got, you got to say if it's me or not. I need to turn, like, you all the way up. Tell me when. Go on, she can, she should be able to hear you now. So she can, tell, can she hear me? Yeah. I'm closer. You're not on. Oh, hang on. I'm giving her the headphones. I'll put it on mute. Give me a second. Actually, no, you can have it on. Just give me the thumbs up when ready. Okay. Um, I'm writing this post because he's just told me to refer to him as the Monkey King. He's seriously obsessed with monkeys. The other night I woke up to him gripping his phone with his feet and calling it monkey practice. He's <laughs> He started laughing like a monkey too. And sometimes I see him just staring at monkeys laughing. His YouTube feed is filled in monkeys. He goes to the park and swings from the trees like a monkey and climbing them. He tries to use his feet as hands whenever possible, even when we're in public. I have no problem with his love for monkeys, aside from the fact that he has now gone to the point that other people ask me if he's mentally ill. He keeps insisting that this is normal, but I don't think it's a ho- just a hobby anymore, now that he's literally fantasised about becoming a monkey. Should I break up with him or just tolerate this strange obsession? You're literally point laughing when you're reading it and just point at me and was like, this is entirely something you'd do. <laughs> like, the amount of times I sit down on my computer and I'll like, use my foot to click my mouse and stuff and I'll go, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, 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 I just fucking, I've read it the other day and I'm just cracking me up. And just like this one, let's see if I'm, you can see my video on my phone. This is um, Robocop. Alright. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Robocop, okay. It's literally like, uh, someone, so it's basically like, the joke is like, oh, someone's robbing a bank. Come and help me, robot cop. And he's like, oh, I guess he's robot ready. <laughs> it just ends. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's all my news stuff I've got. For fuck's sake. I definitely had something earlier this morning. I saw something. I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. I forgot to tell you. I bet that monkey wants to make your The monkey one's probably the best thing I've heard all that. It's literally just me. It just you know the meme? Like, it's it was, literally me. That it is the, literally me. It was the monkey king bit that just made me laugh the most. 
It is ah the Monkey King. <laughs> it starts making me call him the Monkey King. <laughs> Could oh. you imagine that? That's hilarious. It's fucking funny, isn't it? Oh, I've got some, I definitely had something to. I know I've got something small. It's not really like crazy, but mm. um, obviously with Xbox buying Activision Blizzard or whatever, um, they come out and was like, uh, people are like, oh, it's going to take them like twenty years to make the money back or something. Uh, I'm like, deal if it closed. And oh, I'm gonna catch jumps up. Um, and then uh, Microsoft released like their like annual earnings, and it was like literally identical to how much they've made bought this for. So they can make it back in like one year, and people are like, oh shit, okay, they're making way more than we thought. And apparently, fucking Xboxes are sold out pretty much everywhere recently. Like you can't get them; like, it's really fucking hard to get one. Like Amazon's mm. all sold out. I don't know if it's in the UK, but I know in America it's really hard to get an Xbox at the minute. So obviously they're all selling out. But I think that's just because people are like, oh, you got the old Call of Duties, which everyone's going back and playing, which I have been playing. Um, and obviously with Starfield and stuff coming out. Yeah. So, but yeah, the Xbox Series X, I think you can still get the smaller one. Is it the S? Yeah, X the... is the big clunky one that I've got. Yeah, S is same, the smaller yeah. one that hasn't got a disk uh, drive. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the one that's selling out is the like the the big one, like everyone's just trying to get the fucking hands on it at the minute, so I'm glad I got mine when I did, to be fair. Same. So. Well, yeah, I did have some other news somewhere, but I can't remember. That's my important question of, like, the fabric, If it, was it made by corporations, the old Bobie, Bobieheimer. Bobieheimer. <laughs> Barbieheimer. Bobieheimer. <laughs> but yeah, if obviously that's uh, everything, Mr. Connor. Uh, so I have. Uh, put your thoughts on if you've seen both of these movies in the comments below and you know, tell me what you thought of both of them, which one you preferred, Barbie or Oppenheimer. Or you're just a neutral, like, I like both. I mean, be there's probably some people out there <laughs> that are very neutral, like, both are just as good as each other. Yeah. Um, next week, Connor's actually going to chime in on a movie review. Hell yeah. On Monday, we're going to watch the new Teenage Mutant Turtles Mutant Mayhem movie. So we'll, we'll both be talking about that and just going all turtle, turtle power. Turtle power! Yeah. Cowabunga, dude. Ninja Turtle. Yeah, we're going to be obviously be talking about that because that's the next sort of big release for us in the UK. I know, like America, I think their next, like, it's, and their next big release is Haunted Mansion, then Turtles. But oh, us, yeah. it's Turtles, and it's like two then. weeks before Haunted Mansion. Nah, Turtles then Meg for us. Oh, Meg, yes. And then Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is literally 11th of August for us, but it's the 28th for US, I think. So yeah, we're going to be talking about Teenage Mutant Turtles. As I'm looking forward to that, because I mean, we we literally reviewed the first two on this channel, like fucking like two years ago, I think it was. So, you know, you can check them out before uh, we review this new one. I know you weren't involved in that, but... You know, me, yeah. and ha- me and Hayden spoke I about that. the two live action ones, so you can talk about, you can check them out on here or Spotify. Just like you can check out this podcast and all the other podcasts we do, you can check them out on obviously Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, Audible, your usual podcasting platforms, you know, etc., etc., etc. And you can check out the video on YouTube where you get to see Robocop. <laughs> Robocop. And you get to the Monkey King's true face. His name is Connor. Oh no! <laughs> My identity has been revealed. Oh, and that's what you should have done instead. Now you've got like the fawns on your head. 
Should have got like little monkey bars. Oh my god, I could got monkey bars. No, no. Instead of four, you could have got bananas. Made a crane out of bananas. I gotta get like a little monkey tattoo at some point. On your butt cheek. Smoking a cigar. Yeah, put uh, that on your butt cheek. That's whenever pulls you back your pants down. Let's do that. Let's just mesmerise then. Like, oh my, no. that, you're about okay. to, you're, picture this. You're on a dark alleyway. Some big butch guy at corners, yeah. You're about to get molested by this guy. <laughs> pulls you back your pants down. Sees his tattoo and just mesmerised. You've got enough chance then to, to turn around, slap him in your face with your dick, pull your pants up and run away. Unless you're really into the molestation, then obviously you're going to stay there and just take it like a man. I think I should get it on like the front and the penis is a cigar. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. like on your, like, your, your inner thigh, like the monkey. Yeah. And his hands and are then, there and his hands are... And obviously you're, I'm guessing you have the, uh, your penis tattooed like a cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like just proper c- looks like a cigar. And so I look, think, and so it looks like, like he's like... hold, he's holding it up. <laughs> and obviously the pink on the end, so it's been burnt. Oh! Genius. <laughs> oh fuck me! I thought that's a, like a really good place. Obviously to fully end this. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> say come back next week for our turtles review. And oh, uh, hang on. what's he doing? What's he doing? What's he doing? It's here somewhere. He's got something, he's got something, he's got something. Where's he got? 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 Yeah, give me a second. You got Where something. is it? Now, if this is you putting your pants down to reveal you've actually got a monkey tattoo on your ass, and I'll be, uh, I, don't, I think I'll be very happy. Oh. Have that on your ass. <laughs> Get him to outline oh. that. <laughs> 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 For fuck's sake. But yes, that's the oh, perfect yeah. way to end. Uh, we hope you enjoyed, and we hope you do uh, come back to check out some more of us. Uh, and do check out our streaming each Sunday, usually about 5, 6 o'clock. You well, you're streaming mainly. Yeah. I do need to attempt at some point, to be honest, but... You can, obviously, you, we usually stream for better an hour or two. Depends on what game you're playing, depends how addicted we get into it. Because, you know, oh, yeah. at the moment, Worms kind of can't seem to win, so usually cries and says, can we play something else? It's not very uh, true, is it? It is. That's what you do on Sunday. You get sure, man. Going, I want to play a different game because I'm no good at worms. Uh, I had two games for you, I'll let you know. And I thought I did decent. You still lost. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> right then, okay. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully, see you next time. Goodbye. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 For fuck's sake.